Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Hi, I'm Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is The Best Life. Let's call this episode normalizing doing nothing. (laughs) You know, I think it's, I mean, I feel like we've talked about this a little bit. This comes up actually a lot with my clients is they will have periods of time. And I remember the first time this sort of happened to me, especially in my business, I was really stressed. And so this combination of like, is it okay to have a period of like not feeling creative, feeling a little complacent, feeling like I have no thoughts in my brain, feeling like I don't want to have to like strive for something. Like, is it okay at times to just be in a holding pattern? Is it okay at times to just pause and just be here? Because I think so much of what we see on social media and what we hear in the media stuff is like, you have to be striving. You got to be going. You got to be progressing. You got to be producing. You got to be. And like, I think I like that. I think most of us like that. We have a goal, Mm -hmm. right? We go to the gym. We got to have a goal. We got to do it. And definitely for me in my business, I'm very like focused on a goal, but in my health and fitness holding pattern, literally Mm -hmm. just like, cool, it's fine. Check the box. And is there a feeling of like guilt? Is there a feeling of maybe life forcing you to take, you know, a pause? Like looking at things that are going on in your life happening, is it life or the universe sort of saying it might be time to just like take a beat and not keep pushing, not keep striving for right now? Well, I feel like the universe is telling me that, but (laughs) you know, I, back in my earlier twenties and the most like time that I've been driven and really like pushing and pushing, I would have freaked out. Well, I had freaked out. There was a couple of times this did happen um, when I just couldn't do something. You know, I feel like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just the kind of person who the universe has to bitch slap or something because, you know, when I was paralyzed, that was one of those times, right? Like Mm -hmm. I was having the best time of my life and like hustling and I was an acrobat and I was living like my dream life. And then boom, universe bitch slap, paralyzed. I'm in the hospital, can't do anything. And I felt like, God, this is so unfair. And I just wanted to just get up and do more. And I couldn't, like I literally physically couldn't. And I fought it and I fought it and I fought it until I finally like surrendered. And I think there is a place where we can fight, 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 fight. And then we can finally go, all right, here's where I'm at. Like, I can't fight anymore because that's not going anywhere. Same thing happened when I was competing and Mm -hmm. I ended up with adrenal fatigue and 
my body was like fighting me and I was fighting back. And then I finally just let it go. And I was like, all right, I can't fight anymore. And that's when my healing started. And so I, I feel like I've been in a similar spot this year and, uh, maybe, maybe luckily I've had those experiences. So now I'm not fighting it so much anymore. I'm just like letting myself just roll with the punches, but it is so hard as a, as an entrepreneur and as someone who's like driven and who maybe is a historical overachiever or just an achiever in general, who's always trying to do more and be more and make more money or make more impact to just stop because maybe part of you feels like everyone else is getting ahead or you're somehow getting behind, but there, I think we should normalize taking a beat, taking a pause, taking a break, taking the rest of 2021 off. You know, I remember you even saying like, so your, um, your mom got sick last October and about a year ago. And I remember at that time you were starting to really like ramp up some of your business stuff. And you had done master your money a couple of times and like all this kind of stuff. And I remember you just saying to me in November after moving back home and being with her and taking care of her and realizing this is going to be a much bigger job than I thought. And being like, and just, I remember you saying to me like November, December of last year, you said, I'm just going to put my stuff on hold for now instead of trying to fight it. I remember you specifically saying that, like, instead of trying to like find an, an hour here, find an hour there, it would just be like easier just be like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to put my stuff on the back burner and I'm going to focus on this and not stress myself out. And I think that it's, and I, I understand why we, we kind of push. And so really this episode is sort of about surrender and self-compassion. And I always try to remember that my goals aren't going anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you have a goal to build your business, to make more money, to be an entrepreneur, to be producing that's all still going to be there. Like it's not going anywhere. People are buying things on the internet, right? There's plenty of business to be had. There's plenty of clients. There's plenty of money. There's plenty of impact. Like all of that stuff is there. So if you have to take several months off because that's just, you literally cannot keep pushing because you're coming up against a wall and it's just not working. I think you have to have the self-awareness to go like, I keep wanting this and I keep trying to like, literally what's the word? I keep trying to force it. And it keeps not working. So at some point you have to decide, you have to just say, and, and you, you said it with your body when you were going through a competition, same thing with me. I kept having the best intentions. I kept being like, I'm going to be super tight in my nutrition. I kept binging, kept binging, kept binging. It was something where I just had to admit, it wasn't that I was a weak person. I had to admit that the way I was trying to work just wasn't fucking working. Mm-hmm. And seeing that as a clinical thing, versus making it mean that something is wrong with me or I'm bad or I'm unworthy or whatever. And to your point, I think it's easy to look around and compare yourself to people, especially in the body space. I remember just looking at people and being like, how are they just eating super clean all the time and literally never having any issues, you know, and, and like, it just made you feel bad. It's like, it's possible. Why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's possible when you look around. So I think it makes it worse when we do start comparing to other people. And honestly, we don't know what the fuck's going on with other people either. You know, like I might look at someone and be like, they just seem like they have it so easy. They get it. They're like, they have no issues with it. But meanwhile, their relationship is crumbling or something, right? Yeah. Like you just don't know. So I think instead of comparing I would advise just 
keeping your eyes on your own paper and going like, where am I right now? What is life trying to tell me? Because it is seasonal, right? We know that. And I think that's one of the things that when I've come up, uh, especially in these more like creative ruts, every time my business last few years, not last few years, last like decade, I feel depressed. Like mm-hmm. I would literally feel like, I don't know, I have no thoughts. I just can't wait to go to bed tonight. Like just stuff like that where I was like, I just need this day to be over. Like, I just don't know what I want to do. I feel like I'm in this holding pattern. I don't feel inspired. And the first time that happened, I was really, uh, really upset. I was like nervous. I was like, this is how I make money. Like my brain, right? This is, how my, this is literally how I make money. And I remember at the time just going, all right, like I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other and I'm going to let it be what it is. And it was always transient. You know, it would always be a few months, maybe, maybe even six months, but I would always come out of it at some point. But I found that the more I tried to like, I resisted, 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 the longer that it lasted. Yeah. I was just going to say that it's like the more you resist, the longer it lasts. And it, it's so funny. It's like the opposite of what we hope to happen happens. So it's like, the, I feel like the sooner you can surrender, the shorter the time yes. is. And like, I, I remember for the, my body stuff with uh, adrenal fatigue, I remember someone saying, Oh, it takes me to, it took two years or three years. And I was like, there's no way I could do this for two, three years. Like I need to be through this in the next six months. And so I fought and fought and fought and fought for over six months. And sure enough, it took me two plus years. And had I surrendered earlier, it maybe it would have only taken me six to eight months if I had just relaxed into it and let my body do what it needed to do instead of fighting. And instead I fought my way to that whole, that point that I was trying not to get to, which was two years. And the irony though, was at the end of the two years, once I really was working through it and feeling better, I was like, the time passed anyway, the time was going to pass anyway. I could have made this a lot easier than instead of fighting. And it's almost like, um, you know, I just picture somebody kind of floating in a river and you're like, you're trying to swim against the current. And so you're just staying in one place, swimming against the current. And if you could just let go and just relax and just take the ride down, you might find yourself in an easier position later, but it's hard because we feel like we need to be doing something. There's some part of us that's like being driven to, to achieve or to do more or to feel like we're not getting behind, or maybe even, you know, maybe part of it is, you know, bringing in an income. And so we're feeling the pressure of that. And so we can't just like stop. Um, but we're stressed out about how are we going to do more? (laughs) And, you know, there's, there's very real, like there's validity to a lot of it, but we do really need to look at what can we like, can we do maybe the least? And- I was going to say, I think that that's really the solution is just like checking the box, you know, mm-hmm. like at least for me in those moments when I just in a super creative run, I was like, I was literally, I was just, I was recycling old content. Like I didn't shut my yep. business down, right? Yeah. Like I wasn't like, oh, I guess I'm done with this part of my life. Like I didn't like do the catastrophizing thing. Instead, yeah. I was like, all right, let me just pull some old content. Like, let me just make it good enough. I checked the box, you know? So I think it's okay to go through periods where you are just checking the box. Like what's the minimum effective dose that I can get away with. And, and I think the hardest part is showing yourself compassion through all that and just being like, this is actually okay. And also trusting that at some point you're going to be inspired again. At some point you're going to be driven again. At some point things are going to shape up so that like, you're going to be the one fucking, you know, full steam ahead. You know, and I think 
you need to trust that and to maybe look back on other times in your life. And then, so for me in those times, when it inevitably comes up again, usually it's after like a huge period of output, I'll just be like, here it is again, no judgment. I'm just like, yep, here it is again. I know how to handle it. I know that it's transient. I'm just going to check the box. I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to enjoy it, even enjoy it maybe because I know at some point I will be inspired. I know at some point things will be lined up again because I have evidence in the past that that's happened. And so, yeah, I think the hardest part is maybe the self-judgment that happens. Mm-hmm. I, I would also take a look at whether or not this is um, like a seasonal thing for you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this mm-hmm. is a, I think there are times of year where maybe you do feel like you're less excited and you're less you don't have as many ideas or maybe it's after every time after you do a launch, you're just depleted. And so paying attention to maybe if this is something that's a pattern, then you start to know, and then you don't have to beat yourself up. You're like, okay, I, I recognize this every time after a launch, this is how I feel. Or every December, I feel like this. And so I can look back, like Jill just said, is like looking back historically of how you've gotten out of it before, or maybe recognizing, oh, Yep. This is that thing again. I just pushed myself. I just went through this whole big launch. No wonder I feel this way. I'm going to let it go for a couple of weeks. I'm not going to worry about it because I know this always happens. It's just, it's almost like us women on our periods, like we're (laughs) right before we're freaking out. And then we're like, you, you start bleeding and you're like, oh yeah, (laughs) this is why I'm being crazy. And you just remind yourself every month, but you forget every single damn month. So just paying attention to if this for you is seasonal or cyclical, or Mm -hmm. if there's any kind of pattern, I think for me, it always helps when I recognize, okay, it's week for a period. No wonder why I'm being like this, or it's, oh, this is after a live event. Like I, I know for me personally, every time I do a live event for like five days, I'm in a, a hangover. Like, I just feel like crap. I get depressed. I'm just tired, exhausted. And I put out so much, um, energy and output when I'm, when I'm doing live events. So now I know if I do an event, I'll block off five or six days after the fact and recognize that I'm not going to be super excited and, and creative at that time or after a launch. And I'm sure you've, you've done the same too, where, you know, you're putting out so much that maybe, a week or two after a launch, you're not going to be at your best. So you don't have to stress out about that and go, man, I'm such a loser. I can't keep up with stuff. I was doing so good. Like we have to recognize that our bodies are cyclical. Our business is cyclical. There's seasons literally in life and there's seasons in our own personal lives that may be affecting our, um, our output and, and our creativity. Yeah. And I would say even like, if we're, if we're really talking about like achievement, achievement, like like lifelong achievement, I would say that there needs to be built-in pauses, you know, there needs to be times. Cause to me, that's probably the only way that you can keep going. Right. Like you can't be, no one is by the way, like hundred percent all the way through, like you said, I mean, your adrenal fatigue is the exact epitome of that. Push your body, push your body, push your body. Same thing happens with your brain. Same things happen with your productivity. Like I don't know anyone that is able to just put out and keep pushing and keep producing with no break. So if we are talking like long-term high level achievement, you need, it needs to be like oscillating, you know, in a way, cause that's really the only way you're going to stick with it. So in those times when you're not feeling the gym or you're just not feeling, like you just can't go and you just not, you're not with it. You're not dialed in. You're not, um, you're not producing whatever, just check the box. 
right? Like to me, I would love just maintain like a low level of momentum. That's all you need to do. Like, so instead, okay, I just like, I don't feel like going to the gym. I just can't get there. I'm not motivated. Awesome. Go for a walk, right? 20 minute walk, keep a low level momentum. I always call it like, check the box. I just check a little box. So for me, it's just, if it's work stuff, I recycle old content. I don't have any new ideas. My brain feels like cotton. I'm just going to check the box. I'm going to pull an old piece of content and post that shit just to maintain a low level momentum. That's it. And then the second part of it, of course, is trusting that it will come back. You know, I think that's where people do tend to freak out as they go, is this just who I am now? You know, am I just like, this is just how I'm going to live forever? And I think that's a belief system. And the truth is no, but you also have to believe that this is transient, right? You're just like, cool, I'm going to just give myself over to this for now and trust that at some point, I'm going to get a break. At some point, things are going to line up for me. At some point, all I need to do is continue to have the awareness. That's it. And in my experience, there always is that sort of like, okay, you start building momentum somewhere else. You start getting excited about something else. You start getting passionate about something else. You start having the energy to go and do something else. And life doesn't give you those fuck yous anymore. And you're like, okay, now I'm good. Now things are aligned until inevitably. And I think if you're listening to this and you went through divorce, that probably was an example of that, right? You're like, things are so great. And then all of a sudden we're in fidelity, right? Very few people don't feel slapped across the face learning about their partner having an affair. You know, for most of us, it is literally like a record scratch moment. And that's not only is that jarring, but it does take the wind out of your shells. You think you're this you know, confident, loving, even if you think you have a good relationship, like, you know, all these kind of things you go, am I good at relationships? Am I a good catch? Am I like, does anyone want me? So I think something like that, Christina Rasmussen in our episode called a life interruption, you know, things like your mom passing away, right. Things like divorce, things like, um, you know, loss of someone like anything like that, loss of a job, like it does make you question like your own self-worth too. Can I even do this? That's why, you know, when I work with clients who have done a bunch of diets and they come to me wanting moderation to work, like them having all those diets that didn't work, that's not benign. They're not starting from scratch with me. They're starting with a whole bunch of fucking baggage, right? So that's the thing is you come into these situations going like, wow, like for me going into a long-term relationship after my, the person I love the most in the world cheated on me, I'm like, am I even worthy to be someone to be loyal to me? You know? And so you're bringing in all this baggage into the next scenario. So you have to have the awareness of going like, okay, clean slate as much as I can clean slate. What does that look like? And then you have to have the belief that you can be successful again, that you can get there again, that you can be on that level again, but not if you're fighting it tooth and nail, right? Not if you're like, "Ah, I need this thing to work. There is a surrender that needs to happen. And I don't think that I'm the best at that. I'm still practicing that a lot. I think I have you know, control issues, <laughs> but I would say <laughs> that I think there's, you know, I think you can start with at least self-compassion. Yeah. I, the self-compassion is such a tricky one, but it's so key. I think too, where, you know, we're talking life interruptions, the way I've been feeling lately is, um, I, I use all these like visuals, but I feel like as if, you know, right, you know, those slow, the snow globes where you yep. shake it up and all that yep. snow. And I kind of feel like I've been in this like jar of water. That's just full of sand. And then like it got shaken up really bad. And so all you could see is just water and sand and then set down. And so everything is settling, but you can't, 
so I feel like things are starting to settle, but they're not like, it's still a little murky. There's still all the little crap in the water. And there has to be a time where that's like, things just need to be able to settle. And in order to see clearly again, in order to have any kind of clarity, you can't start shaking the jar all over again, or you can't start moving things around. It's like, maybe things got <laughs> like when you're in an airplane and they say things may have shifted and flying, like be careful, <laughs> like at, when things got shaken up we can't see what's moved until every, all the dust is settled and you can have some clarity. So I think there's an important, I think the pause is very mm -hmm, important mm -hmm. to let the dust settle, mm -hmm. to see what's around, to see what's shifted and moved before yep. you like make the, take the next step or make the next yep. move. And so, you know, yeah, last year I did decide to take the rest of the year off. And then ironically, I didn't think that things would end up this year, um, you know, similarly. And, you know, it's been a place of definitely, uh, self-compassion and just, just taking a break. And, um, <laughs> I just got COVID and it's another one of those, uh, like, okay, yep. You were going, going, going. And now you got to stay. <laughs> it's funny. I was telling Jill, there was one more, I have was supposed to take one more trip this year <clears throat> and I actually should be in Mexico right now one more trip to Mexico and, um, I can't go cause I got sick and I just kind of had to laugh to myself. Cause I was like, this is my body going, bitch. I told you, you needed to take a break. And so yep. here I am like having to take a break. And I, I truly believe that at some point, if you are pushing, 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 your body is going to just force you to take the break, whether that's an accident, an illness, um, you know, something crazy happening. I just, I feel like it tends yeah. to happen when we're doing too much and we yeah. need that break. And so I think one of the smartest things we can do is to build in these pauses, you know, yeah. like maybe yeah. quarterly, just take, yeah. take a day or two where you just chill and do mm -hmm. nothing, get off your phone. I don't know. Um, yep. go on a hike, go on a walk. But I think taking these breaks is super imperative. And I think it helps with bringing back creativity. And sometimes it might mean taking a longer break. Right. Sometimes you're going to have the forced break, like the sickness or the illness or the life interruption. But if, if you can get through life without having too many of those forced ones, um, by allowing yourself to just have them, I think that's the, that's the preferred way. Though yeah. I don't know if my life always works that way. You know, <laughs> I, I like, I actually really like that. Like the idea of like a four, like making yourself or building them in, I can tell that I'm getting, you know, we went through a lot of changes in the business this year and I can tell that I'm getting to the point where like, so we're going to Hawaii in like two weeks and I'm literally like, I can't fucking wait. I am mm -hmm. like, I'm going to work on like the Tuesdays and Wednesdays that I have while I'm there, but the rest of the time I'm fucking off duty. Like I'm literally like, it's off air, like I'm off duty. And I think it's important to like, to you, like you said, to recognize that and to even build them in. So even if you have to build them in weekly, I know a lot of people who, um, you know, do social media breaks just on the weekends, you know, and they're just like, you don't need to do this for a while. Now I don't need to do it forever, but I need to do this for a while to just like log off on Friday, literally take the app off their phone. And then they add the app back on Monday, you know, and I was like, yeah, why not try something like that? You know, if you feel like you could use a break or if you feel like life is starting to give you this sense or the signal that it might be time to slow down. So one thing that I am doing next year is I'm running my mastermind, but I'm actually taking the whole month of December off. So I was basically like, it's an 11 month mastermind instead of a 12 month. And it's just going to be that. And I love my mastermind members and it's, and it's great. And I, there's, I have no complaints, but I'm also like, I'm realizing that I need to have more built in 
uh, downtime. And so in order to be able to be present, to produce, to continue uh, moving, to like have high level achievement, you, I think it's important to, if you're not getting those forced pauses to sort of preemptively do that. And it's hard because like you said, you feel like you're getting behind or you feel like it's not good or like, you know, people can be upset or whatever. But I think either way you, we have to, and try not to judge it when you do. So I think the one thing that 2020 gave us, a lot of us was like that forced pause. And I think, you know, talking to quite a lot of entrepreneurs after the fact where it was scary at first, you know, like the uncertainty. And I didn't know if I was going to have clients and come back, but looking back, a lot of people said that they were relieved to have a little bit of a break. And so I think that should be something that's like eye-opening and going, if, if you felt that way, if you felt like, dang, I did need that little break. I did need that little pause. How can you start to build those into your life? Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. Jill said, maybe on a weekend or even quarterly, just looking at your calendar and scheduling out ahead of time of asking yourself, can I just do a little getaway? It doesn't have to cost money. You don't have to leave or go anywhere, but can you just take a mental vacation? Yep. <laughs> I think that it's super important. And also to not necessarily live for those vacations. You know, I think I used to, you know, life is short and, and I, and I see this happen very often where people are waiting for their retirement till they can finally do the thing or take the break. And I would encourage you to not like set yourself up for like one vacation a year. So you're pushing, 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 and you have literally one week where you just get the break. I would really encourage you to have some mini breaks in between, because I think we can end up getting burnout before you even get there. I mean, how many times have you seen people get to retirement and they end up sick and can't live through it or get to their vacation and they end up sick and they're they're in bed during their whole vacation or all of those kind of things that can happen because we're pushing and we're waiting mm-hmm, and we're mm-hmm. holding off on our like rest. Mm-hmm. I think rest is super important. And also just those times where just acknowledging I'm not creative. I'm not feeling it. Don't have any thoughts in my brain, not feeling any of this right now. And it's not going to be the end of the world. And this isn't the end of me. Like I, I didn't have the last good thought. It didn't, it didn't just escape. That was it. No, it's so good. And I'm hoping that you guys listening to this can really use this message too, because I think this is something that um, in a society that pushes like it does and sort of only shows the sort of highlight reel, the achievement, the like the ascension, like all that kind of stuff. I think it is um, valuable to have these conversations to know that it happens to all of us and that this is normal. I would say that this is normal. And I think the less you can resist it, the faster that you can move through some of these ups and downs and also just be kind to yourself throughout that. So I think this is a really important conversation. I'm glad we're having it, especially around 2020, 2021, like who knows what next year holds. Um, but we're heading into the holidays. So if you guys have time planned, downtime, just maybe do yourself a favor, unplug and not feel bad about it, right? Not feel any guilt, not feel any FOMO, just go into it, give yourself over to it. And then you can always reassess the, the pushing, the productivity, all that stuff's not going anywhere, right? It's just not like, it's always be there for you. It's always going to be there for the taking. So I think if you can settle in that to your own pace, I would say do that sooner rather than later. Boom. Let's just, I'll take the rest of 2021 off. I'm We're going game. to Hawaii with you, Joe. 
Yep. See you there. (laughs) See you there. Thank you guys for this, uh, for listening as usual. And if you guys um, have been loving the podcast episodes lately, we would love to know that. Hit us up in the DM at at, uh, the Best Life Podcast on Instagram. Let us know what has been going on in your life. If these episodes resonate with you, if you guys have any specific questions, y'all always send us like, you, you guys like our memes, but also you guys send us like just little things that are going on with you, things you're struggling with, things that you, you think that we can relate to. And of course, we absolutely can would love to know just even if there's something you want us to just riff on feel free to hit us up in the dms we always love hearing from you guys and you're the best we'll see you on the next episode see ya